So how are you? I'm good. So would you please just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and how... So my name is Anastasia. Uh, hi everybody, Anastasia Dwork. I'm a Calgary real estate agent with CI Realty and a blogger. And I am so grateful to be here. Thank you. Um, so I um, also have my own blog and a YouTube channel and my Instagram account that I'm quite active on. And nice. um, um, what can I say? I love real estate. I've been doing it for about almost seven years now, and uh, it's one of the most rewarding jobs I've ever had. Nice. I'm married. I have two kids, and um, I love real estate. Nice. <laughs> um, so when when did you decide to, to start um, to be a realtor and, and start that realtor journey? And Yes. Um, so I started in real estate in 2011. I started okay. in commercial real estate. I worked for a company called Cushman and Wakefield, and um, it's the world's largest privately held commercial real estate company. Oh, and nice. uh, <laughs> yes, and I really enjoyed it. But um, after a while, I realized that I think I would enjoy real, um, residential real estate more. So yeah. um, I started working towards that journey, but I also spent about five to ten years working in oil and gas marketing. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I've done a lot of interesting jobs and eventually it took me to residential real estate and I quit my oil and gas job and I just went full in. And nice. uh, it, was, it wasn't always um, just going up. It was definitely a hard journey with ups and downs. Yeah, I, was, I would call it like fail forward type of journey <laughs> yeah, where yeah, you're struggling learning how it works. Yeah. And... Um, my business was definitely affected by the pandemic because I used to do Excel. Like I used to do a lot of open houses. I'm really good at open houses. That's how I yeah. sell. Um, I sell my services in person. I do it really well. But when the pandemic hit, everything just shut down. There were no open yeah. houses and that was very hard. So yeah. then I realized, okay, I have to change uh, the way I do my business. If you want to go like a little bit before when you start to be a realtor, like mm -hmm. you study and be a realtor, what made you change from oil and gas to realtor? What's what's the, the attractive thing that you said, like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm done with oil and gas. I want to be a realtor. Yeah. So I just really uh, didn't like that I had to spend all day in the office. And sometimes I had a lot of work and then sometimes there was nothing to do. Yeah. And I just wanted to spend more time with my family. And I also realized that I really enjoy working with people, you know, driving around town you know, talking about properties, uh, you know, learning about marketing and learning about different types of houses. So nice. for me, that was very interesting as a child. Well, not as a child. Well, I was 15, but my favorite hobby was visiting open houses. It was so much fun. Nice. You know, I just really enjoyed houses. So yeah. I realized, you know, it's a risk, but I need to try and do this. So I decided to... Uh, um, you know, submit my application to become a realtor. Nice. I took a course. It took me a while to finish. I have to admit, it was seven years ago, and the course was quite long. I think it took me like a year because I was also working full time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, back in the days, it was just like 150 page book. It was quite boring <laughs> to read. Now it's all online. It's more interactive. Yeah. But um, I completed the course, and then um, I think I did my first deal. I think a mortgage broker referred me a client and I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, wow. Thankfully, I have a really great company I work for. CIR Realty is very, very supportive. We have um, nice. excellent manager support. So eventually I've learned how to do everything. And then um, just basically the hardest part was learning how to market yourself. Yeah. And that, yeah, that would be probably the first challenge that I had to overcome. This is like, I'm, I'm, I have like a lot of friends in uh, realtors and they are struggling marketing themselves and putting their, their footprint in the industry because um, the industry is, is growing so fast. 
It is. Right. It, it also has the highest turnover. Yes. Most realtors quit within one year. So. This is this is what I want you to to ask you. Like, is it for advice for the young generation who's trying to move from a different major or like whatever they are working now and mm -hmm. they want to decide to, to be a realtor? Yeah. Is it a proper time to do that, or should they they wait? Or what's your advice there for them? I think that if you want to be a realtor, I think you need to do some research. You need to be comfortable marketing yourself. Marketing has changed a lot when it comes to this industry. Before, yeah. it was more interactive. Um, realtors were presenting offers in person. Now, nobody does that. It's all online, yeah. uh, over the phone, or even, I don't even talk to realtors that much. I just text them or call them. Yeah. Um, so if you want to be a realtor, I would definitely recommend studying marketing because you will be on social media um, all the time. Uh, you need to have an active Instagram account. And I actually seen a lot of realtors on TikTok, oh, wow. uh, younger ones who do the house tours. And nice. I would say you have to be uh, focused on digital marketing and you definitely need a website that ranks well. Yeah. Um, so I think the biggest thing I think is learning how to provide value and also being yeah. comfortable in front of camera and being on YouTube for sure. That's like the, probably the main thing because the future is all about video. Yes. You know, I've noticed um, in the last year, there's so many new realtors online. Yeah. They're doing more tours and, you know, I know some people don't like tours and that's totally fine. For, for me personally, I'm okay with tours, yeah. but I enjoy more like sharing interesting. I, would, I wouldn't say it's not necessarily interesting but it's important information to know how to buy a house it's yeah. maybe it's not the most exciting topic but it's very thorough and i it's my my videos are 34 minutes long but they cover every single thing you need to know that's and they're nice. so com comprehensive right mm -hmm. so they're very thorough and that's what um, my clients love like most of my clients yeah. they come through through youtube so oh wow yeah so and a lot of them come from ontario and bc and they buy expensive nice. houses so <laughs> yes yeah, so basically um like i've been in real estate for about seven over seven years now the first five years i didn't know how to market myself and okay. then i finally learned so it took my income you know from like 30k to way up to more money that i, I could ever make as a nice. vp or ceo of an oil and gas company oh, wow. like of a medium-sized knock, knock on the wood eh? yeah, yeah knock on wood yeah so it's basically like i have great goals for next year and i did all this with a newborn baby. So I just had, oh, a, wow. I just had a, well, not just, my son is 10 months old. So it definitely, you can do it, but yeah. you just need to work hard for the first uh, couple of years because when I first started with my Instagram, I had zero followers or my blog, nobody read my blog. Yeah. And I was writing, it, first of all, it took me a year to set it up because I was just so unmotivated. Yeah. <laughs> and then it took me another year to write and I was writing, nobody was reading my blog, nobody cared. And you just continuously, you just continue writing. And then somehow one day, everything just blew up. Like everything, my blog became number one. My, my, my Instagram account attracted really good leads. Like yeah. it's just YouTube. And like I, I had, I think 19 videos on my YouTube channel. Oh, and wow. then I made that 34 minute video. And my friends were like, this is so boring. You know, and you know that just did, why did you make such a long video? Like no one's going to watch it. But the, the thing is, your ideal client is, will watch it and they, they will do. call you. <laughs> so, I mean, that one video made me over 200,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like that's just one video, right? That's uh, like, amazing. Do you know what I mean? So, I have yeah. other leads obviously coming in. Um, so, yeah, it's incredible. 
Well, I want to say like first, like it's 30, 34 minutes. It's not long because like, yeah, I know. if you want to, if you want to take like Joe Rogan, he's put like his episode. I know. We can, okay. Let me, hours. I can try to summarize it. No, yeah. it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Like if there's like value, um, in a video, people will watch it. It doesn't yeah. matter how long, how short. And this is like, I always tell people, don't listen to others. Just do your research, understand what you're going to do and yeah. do it. Because like a lot of people, they just want to talk yeah um, you know what i'm trying to say and they actually get used to you uh, the thing is what i love about my youtube clients is that i don't need to sell myself to them they already yeah. know who i am they know what uh, my values are how i talk and what i talk about and they know this information mm -hmm. and it's just so easy to work with them because they already know who i am and it's like the the whole process is just streamlined and they're just wonderful wonderful people i'm just grateful for my clients Nice. Everybody who comes through YouTube channel is just incredible. So <laughs> that's amazing. I've been really yeah. grateful for you guys. Um, after the pandemic, we we saw like a lot of high increase in inflation start. Yeah. Um, interest rate went up, mm -hmm. and a lot of people with like right now they are making like I want to say like good amount of money. Mm -hmm. Are you finding like a lot a hard time to those people get approved or like go to buy? Are you are they scared to buy houses in this in this time, mm -hmm. um, or people they just don't care? All they want to do is just like have a house because they know the value of the house is gonna grow yeah. in, in the future. You know, there are two different types of people. Uh, there are some people who are waiting for the rate to fall down. They're just scared to invest right now or to buy anything. Yeah. Or they're buying, but they're not buying the same product. They're not buying detached houses. They're buying townhouses or apartments because they're much cheaper. Um, apartments would be, you know, under like 250, yeah. uh, 250,000 and, um, a townhouse would be like under 380, 400, four, under 420, I would say. Okay. Um, so they're basically moving to a cheaper product. They're still buying, but they're not, obviously they cannot afford a detached house with an interest rate that we have right now. So yeah. it just depends because I know a lot of like personally, a lot of clients are coming from Ontario and they are happy to buy an $800,000 house for them. Well, <laughs> they, <sure>. Yes. <laughs> so for them, this is actually a great investment and it's worth it because, um, you know, their condo was, you know, $1 million and now they're yeah. buying a house <laughs> that, yeah. with uh, that's over 2000 square feet. That's so worth it for them. Right. So it's yeah. just the price difference is incredible. Plus we don't have a land transfer tax. Yeah. We don't have HST. So it's just makes it worth, it makes it worth it for a lot of people to move here. Well, Alberta is beautiful to it move. It is. Like, yeah, there's, there's no like uh, provincial taxes, and there's a lot of easy to live in. For sure, yeah. Um, like every every person who starts like in a business, mm -hmm. you reach a place that okay, I'm gonna give up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but when you reach that place, what was your motive? that you want going. to keep going mm. and especially with the blog and YouTube yeah uh, because you were saying like I start from zero yes right what are those motives that made you keep yeah. doing it um you know I, it was just so hard to stay I could just couldn't stay in that 
in that same spot anymore. I just couldn't work my um, nine to five job anymore. And I just wasn't happy at all. Yeah. And I didn't have any energy, but I knew that I had to do something to keep going. So um, that's when I started doing my real estate um, license. And then I, I was working real estate, but I also had a part time job just to pay my bills. Basically, yeah. when you first start, it's like zero dollars. Nice. Plus you pay, um, I don't know, I, I pay like $650 per month just for my fees. Yeah. But I keep all of my commission. But anyway, just you nice. pay for the fees, you pay for the real estate. Uh, like crep fees and other fees, right? So um, when I didn't really have a lot of motivation, I would just think like, look, if I'm not going to start now, when? You know, I'm getting older time. My children are getting older. I don't want them to, you know, look at me and see this is what life is about. You know, struggle is real. Uh, failing forward is definitely real. I did not feel good uh, when yeah. I was working towards my blog. I had a lot of difficult moments. Um, and I'm thankful forever to my husband for just being my number one um, supporter yeah, <laughs> and my nice. hero. Yeah. Uh, hi, Martin. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I promised not to do that, but it's okay. But anyway, it's just at some point in your life, you're like, you know what, I feel, you know, I think there's a quote, I forgot by which um, artist, but sometimes staying where you are is more painful than yeah. going forward. 100%. So I had to go forward and... YouTube is really all about accepting yourself because a lot of people cannot do videos because I hate to say it, but they do hate themselves. They're very uncomfortable with themselves because they yeah. can't look at themselves on camera. They think they look stupid or whatever. So yeah. um, once you kind of go over that hump, that yeah. obstacle, that's it. You just get it. You treat it like not like a business, but it's like a process. You're already more comfortable with camera. You, you don't freak out anymore. And practice 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 basically by just continuously doing the same boring thing over and over again you become proficient and you nice. find motivation by doing so by doing more things by getting more followers more subscribers more leads i the light just turned on I'm like yes this is it like this yeah. is what i need to do nice <laughs> and did you grow organically your 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 follower or like it's all everything is organic yes everything That's is organic it, yes because uh, i've been in marketing all my life yeah. i love marketing but if you buy followers first of all the engagement rate is extremely low yeah so i have i think i have like 1200 people and nice. i'm proud because my engagement rate is quite high like three point something percent which is actually really good because um the more people engage with your content the more you know legit followers you have the m the more they're open towards your product or yeah. towards working with you and trusting you you know yeah. um at one time i remember i had i think 1400 bots from italy i don't know what happened but overnight i had like i don't know it was insane i think i, I had like um 1500 followers out of nowhere like overnight oh, wow. and i had to remove them one by one oh, because wow. i didn't want them like I didn't, I honestly, I'm very hardcore about this. I just want real followers. I don't yeah. want fake followers. I mm. like my content is 80% value and then 20% entertainment. Mm. So now I'm just trying to put, you know, just be more out there, just be more out there and, you know, uh, be more present in stories. But mostly people don't really care about seeing my talking face. They yeah. want more information about the yeah. best Calgary places, you know, um, what fun things to do, like how to sell your house, some useful tips and best communities. Like if you, as a realtor, if you want to start an Instagram account, nobody will like your, I sold the house, I sold the house, I sold the house, here's a tour of the house, like nobody cares, okay? Yeah. You have to provide value to your client, to your ideal um, customer, and then th they, they would follow you, right? That's, nice. It makes sense, right? If you 
you know, promote yourself and how good you are and all your sales. It's all about you. It's nobody really cares how much money you make, you that, know? That's very good <laughs> advice, actually. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people will, will give this kind of advice, right? Um, and you, and did, you ha did you encounter, like, a really hard clients that is, like, a little bit <laughs> fussy or, like, picky? You know what? I encountered more fussy clients before I had my YouTube channel because I had to consistently prove myself to them. Yeah. And also, I just didn't know... Um, how to handle difficult clients and okay. how to set my boundaries and also how much more education I need to provide. Because a lot of people are uh, surprised by certain things if you don't tell them and that can be very shocking and upsetting. So yeah. now that I'm more experienced, of course, I, I know exactly what to say, what to do. I'm all about process management. I have um, informational sheets for every step of our journey. I have oh, nice. sh like uh, step one, like we, you, we have a Zoom meeting, we do, um, or a phone call, then we talk to your mortgage broker, we set up your search, your portal, and then step two, what, like I describe, like I have the sheet for everything because nice. a lot of people, they ask me the same questions so they can also read it. A lot of people are visual, visual learners, right? They yeah. can read the informational sheet and then they can talk to me. But uh, it just saves me so much time because it's the same process all the time. So I send them final steps and they yeah. are already prepared and they can even check mark nice. when they're done. <laughs> so I feel like a teacher sometimes. Yes, you did it all. So yeah, that's um, honestly, I've been blessed with really, really good clients. And sometimes I do get phone calls where people sound a little bit demanding and I already know, like I already know, no, it's not worth my, it's not worth the stress. I would yeah. just, I literally, I just, I hear their tone and I'm like, thank you so much for calling. I am not currently available. However, there's a great agent who can help you. Oh, so then wow. I refer them to somebody else or, you know, there are just other ways to, yeah. uh, uh, to help a person. So I just don't directly work with them. Yeah. And do, do you prefer like to go by your own or do you give advice for people to start in, in, in a company or go by themselves and just like go buy their leads? I just don't like, I worked with a team where people were buying leads uh, and they were getting a lot of internet leads and all these leads are very cold. Um, you, I used to <laughs> cold call people, I used to have a <laughs> script and people are just, they're tired, they don't want to talk to you. It's just the conversion rate's very low. Um, mm -hmm. I would say out of a hundred phone calls, I would convert one person, Oh wow. um, maybe one or two. Uh, and I just didn't really like it because I would have to call about 183 people a day. And then I would have to give 50% of my commission to a team member. So for me, it just didn't work. Um, mm -hmm. so I didn't want to do that. I decided to quit and focus on my own leads. And once I started, you know, being the Calgary lifestyle guide and promoting nice. my city, um, giving more information, some tips. And if you look on my Instagram posts, like they're a lot of work, like it's yeah. more than an hour of research and just making it all beautiful and typing everything out and then sharing on stories and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like it's a lot of work, but if you're willing to do the work and it w then your people will come for yeah. you. Yeah. It just takes time. So definitely yeah. have a lot of extra savings saved up for, <laughs> or a part-time job that yeah. you can focus on too. What do you think is going to happen for the real estate in, in the next year or the two years coming years? So this is an opinion? excellent question. Um, yeah. We've had a crazy real estate market uh, this spring. The prices were incredibly high. People were overbidding for a house that was definitely not worth it. I think 
I think there was somebody who paid $150,000 over list price uh, for a house in Copperfield. You know, oh, nothing wow. against Copperfield, but it's definitely, it was not worth the money. Um, mm -hmm. So I do not anticipate the same kind of craziness we've had this year. Um, first of all, in terms of this year, the interest rates were low. We had a crazy amount of interprovincial migration. Um, people were moving here, working remotely. They wanted to buy a house, and there was not enough listings on the market. That created crazy... Um, um, intense growth of prices. This year, right now, the, the market's more balanced. In November, the prices um, decreased by 22% overall. But you know wow. what? Still, they're still 12% higher than our 10-year average. Oh, wow. So, yes. So, what I anticipate in next spring, and I agree with Remax, because they've yeah. done their research, and I think the price is going to go up. I think okay. they will go up a little bit because there's still a lot more people wanting to buy in Calgary. Uh, there, I, have, I think I have seven clients right now not from Alberta. They're oh. all moving here. So um, I'm working with them, and I will be buying them homes this spring. So I don't, I don't see... Um, a lot of people anticipate recession, um, but I would just... I don't see... I don't see it as an issue in Alberta. Okay. I think it definitely would have more effect on Ontario and BC, but I don't think it would have such a negative effect on Alberta and Calgary oh. in particular. So that's what I think about the next spring. Oh, <laughs> that's kids. amazing. Yeah. A lot of my friends, they were, every time like somebody asked for a house mm -hmm. or they're searching for a house, the realtors that I know, they're always saying like right now in this period of time, there's no availability. There's no houses in the market. Mm -hmm. um, are you finding this as, as an issue? Or or do you think like there's a lot more houses, new houses, and Calgary is going to build more to keep the the real estate industry industry going up higher and higher? Or? You know what? I think it depends on the type of house that they want. Um, yeah. Anything under 550 sells within hours. It yeah. just sells super quickly, incredibly yeah. quickly. So um, anything higher than that, there, there are some options. But honestly, right now, it's a very slow time for real estate in Calgary. Yeah. December, you know, fall and winter are typically slower markets for us. Yeah. So I would recommend to your friends just wait for the spring. Usually the, our busiest markets are um, March, yeah. April, May. Um, maybe June, and then people go on vacation and they're stampede. Um, but yeah, definitely, there should be more houses on the market. Mm. Uh, in the previous years, uh, due to the pandemic, a lot of people were scared to list their houses because nobody wants, you know, a lot of people going through with their germs. Yeah. Uh, but now, the you know what the the biggest problem that I saw was people wanted to list their house, but they had nothing to buy. They couldn't afford it. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So they can sell their house for 500,000 right now, but they're, they cannot afford to buy something because the interest rate's so high. Yeah, so well, it's just true. better for them to keep their old house, live there for a while, and then wait till this uh, situation uh, changes a little bit. Yeah, do you think like the interest um, is gonna go lower like by, by next year? Um, I think it should go up. I'm not a mortgage professional. Yeah. I'm not authorized to give you advice, but I think it should go up until 7% or so, and then it should go down. Okay. So I think it's still going to go up. But again, I am, don't have a crystal ball yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. a mortgage professional. But yes, I think it will probably go up. And that's why a lot of more people were still uh, buying this 
this December was really busy for our company in November. So people are still, they're still buying. They're very serious buyers out there. But again, there's just not that many listings because a lot of people don't want to list in December. It's family time and it's winter. It's very cold. So it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what kind of advices you will give for a client? I think probably you have like an advice or two just to, if somebody wants to go and apply for a mortgage to, to, to buy a house. I would say talk to a professional mortgage broker. Um, I would recommend going with a mortgage broker versus a bank because mortgage broker typically they have way more options in terms of financing. They deal with, I would say, like 25 to 28 different financial institutions versus a bank is able to offer only their product. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would, okay, some people really want to stay with their bank. So I would just say, you know, talk to a mortgage broker see what kind of rate they can offer you, then take that rate and go to their bank and ask them to match it. Because you can okay. negotiate your mortgage rate at the bank. A lot of people don't know about it, but you can actually do that. And if the bank refuses to match the rate, then just go back to that mortgage broker and work with them. And if they do, if you really want to stay with the bank, then you can work with them. But oh, I personally nice. recommend working with a uh, professional mortgage broker. Nice. Yeah. Um. And I have a great one. Raheem. Here we go. <laughs> you guys can get in touch with me. I can send you all the links. Oh, I know. I think I know Raheem. Yeah? He's a great guy. Nice. I was. Yeah. I want. I want to. I want to talk to him on the podcast. Yes, podcast you should well. definitely have him as your next yeah. uh, guest. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's really nice, and he was trying to just help here and there. Yeah, he's uh, he's excellent. Uh, so, I saw like your Instagram. You have like on the link of of the Instagram mm -hmm. some really good. Um, questions or guides to mm -hmm. for like first-time home buyers yes summarize it real quick Summar yeah okay <laughs> uh, so if you want to buy a house in Calgary so the first thing you need is a full-time permanent job that you, where you work for at least uh, six months okay? okay it has to be permanent not temporary okay. so the first time when you work for, uh, for about three months you're still not permanent you're temporary and then you switch mm. into the permanent role yeah, the probation period yes the probation months. period yeah, correct yeah. so six months is ideal because you'll have more financial options open to you you can technically still apply after three months but you'll have the interest rate would not be that great yeah. um, so stay at your job for six months make sure it's full-time permanent if you have your own business you have to show a growth of income over the last two years okay Okay. So if you're self-employed, show the growth of your income. Mm -hmm. So the second thing you need is down payment. Uh, yeah. Basically, ideally, you should have 20% down if you can, because otherwise you'll have to pay for uh, insurance um, premiums, so CMHC. Okay. Uh, so that's added to your mortgage. It's an extra payment, but it's also an extra cost. Okay. Yeah. Um, the third thing is your credit rating. Make sure you have excellent credit rating. Mm. Um, pay your debts on time and don't have too many credit cards, pay them off yeah. and check your credit rating at creditkarma.ca or borwell.com. Okay. And the fourth thing, uh, <laughs> make sure you stay there for, uh, let's say five to seven years. Uh, you know, choose a house that you will love for some time because yeah. if you have to sell it, you will, ha you need to make sure that, uh, you know, the amount of penalty you have to pay. You need to check if your mortgage is portable. There are little things that you need to talk to your mortgage broker about because if you need to move early, then that could be an issue and you can pay, oh, wow. you know, the fees can range from, you know, I don't know, it depends on your mortgage, like 5K to 14K. That's a lot of money, right? So yeah. uh, definitely do your research and I think just buy a house that you can comfortably afford because 
once you move in and once you're used to it, it's just, it becomes a little bit boring. But when you cannot afford to enjoy your life, to go out with your friends, have a coffee at French coffee, that's when it hurts. Yeah. That's when you become unhappy. Yeah. So buy a house that you can comfortably afford. That would nice. be my tip. Do you think like investing in real estate, for example, like I had a guy telling me like the way to invest in real estate, mm -hmm. to buy a house, mm -hmm. live in the house for a year or two, rent it out. And then buy another house. So use it as an asset, buy yeah. another house and rent it. So like in, after three houses or something, you'll be like living rent free while the house are paying themselves. Yes, but it depends on what kind of house you're buying because the houses went up in price substantially and yeah. Um, right now, I think to get a, a decent house, you need to have at least 500,000. 500, okay. And um, I would say it is definitely a risky, a risky adventure for yourself. Yeah. And I typically do not work with investment agents. Not, I would say um, not agents, but I don't work with investors. Okay. So um, there are actually agents that specialize in investment properties specifically, and I would highly recommend that your friend talks to them because when you buy an investment property, there are a lot of um, calculations you have to do. You have to calculate your ROI, um, you know, every, like all the costs per month, you yeah. have to include all the costs and then you have to calculate your profit. And sometimes there's no cash flow or the cash flow is too low. And then you have to do the, you have to do the projection. So it's a lot of Excel work that I don't like doing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I always refer my investor clients to a, a great investment agent that yeah. handles them. I don't like working with investors because <laughs> they're not, um, I guess, they're more focused on profit. And I like the emotional part of buying a house. I like yeah. to work with families and first time home buyers where um, the whole process is very intense for them and very emotional. They need a lot of guidance. Yeah. And once they find the right house, they buy it. With investors, you have to show them, you know, 20, 30, 50 properties uh, uh -huh. and that's just a lot of work and sometimes they're very flaky yeah <laughs> and it's just something i just not, sorry investors not all of them of course but it's just i don't specialize in them and i always when somebody calls me about investments i just say sorry i don't specialize in that yeah, okay. but i can refer you to another agent nice yeah and i know uh, maybe i don't know if this is like the right question but like do you think right now like flipping houses mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not talking about this time right now because probably it's so expensive to flip houses with the inflation and all this yeah but the idea of like buying houses for cheap flipping it and buy and sell it for for, for mm -hmm. a lot of money um is this something would you advise people to do i would actually you know what just to be honest i don't specialize in it so i would i would refer them to somebody who has done it before however there's a community in calgary called acadia Okay. And uh, a lot, there are a lot of houses that were flipped. And at one point, there were so many flipped houses that people could not sell them. There were just oh. too many houses, too many renovated houses. And that was actually, um, I remember handling this one deal. And um, just, I wasn't uh, representing anybody, but I've heard of that uh, they've renovated a house and then they couldn't sell it because the prices went down because there were so many competitors with similar properties who were dropping their prices that was yeah. affecting their listing. So. I would say you have to find a team uh, that can help you renovate because a lot of contractors, I mean, their prices went up. Some of them are not available. Yeah. So if you can find a reliable, a reliable team that can help you throughout, throughout the whole process, you're good. Yeah. Uh, but also it's a lot of calculations and it's a lot of 
math and Excel spreadsheets. And I would say I would work with someone who has done it for themselves and mm -hmm. who has helped other clients. Typically, I, I don't work with clients like this. I, I refer them out. So I have yeah. never flipped anything. <laughs> uh, so I can't really give you advice on that. Yeah. Yeah. So what sets you apart from other realtors in, in the city? You know what? I absolutely love my job. I have yes. the best clients in the world. I love sharing everything I know about the real estate process. I'm very passionate about the city. I just love teaching people about how to buy the right kind of real estate for them. I like to work with them and their families. Um, you know what? I If I say I go extra mile, everybody says that, but I actually do go extra mile for a lot of my clients. Yeah. Uh, I'm their personal concierge. Uh, I, do, I make all their appointments, I deliver all of their checks, I pick up all their documents. Uh, oh, wow. So I do a lot of driving and I'm always there for them. I, I also, I schedule all the repairs, all the inspectors, all the appointments, all the conduct doc reviews, I'm always there for them. Yeah. And also, I just, I guess one thing that sets me apart is that my YouTube channel and my active social presence and that I'm, I guess I am using the latest marketing trends and marketing activities to promote myself. So I'm always learning and always making sure I give them the latest information on the yeah. market. So I would say I don't really care about the volume of how many people I get. I care about the experience because if I give my experience is very important for me. If I don't provide the right type of experience, I get bad reviews and mm -hmm. I lose all my clients. So for me, nice. it's not about getting you know, oh, I have to have, you know, 100 deals a year or I'm nothing. No, to me, it's like I have to make sure this person's happy from the day they talk to me to the day they move in. And even that month or two months later, I'm still calling them. Are you OK? How's everything going? Yeah. So I always try to follow up and I always, you know, I take their hand and I literally guide them like I'm a Calgary lifestyle guy. I guide nice. them through the whole process. Yeah. And that's why I've been so grateful and blessed with amazing clients who do appreciate it. Like that's my amazing. clients are great. They give me such <laughs> um, good presents. Like, I don't know, that's they're amazing. so generous and, and kind. And I don't show it on my Instagram account because yeah. I respect people's privacy. Um, but I'm just literally, I'm just so grateful for uh, all the love and support I've received from my clients. They've been really kind people. That's so. nice. Okay, if somebody like right now who is who's like new to real uh, mm -hmm. real estate, um, we know like th I built this podcast, try to help as much as I can to give a push for somebody who is struggling a little bit, and this is why I I invite like people with giant in the industry like yourself. Oh, thank you, you're so um, sweet. <laughs> to give him a push in the industry, um, somehow. Yeah, I'm always open. Uh, like I don't. I'm open to people reaching out to me asking for advice. Um, yeah. I also highly recommend choosing the right type of brokerage. CI Realty is amazing because they offer a lot of training. They, they offer courses. There's a university program yeah. uh, for real estate. There's a master's program for real estate. They literally sit you down. You have a classroom full of new agents and you learn how to fill out contracts and how to fill out um, different amendments and other documents. Mm -hmm. And it is so helpful. When I first started, they didn't have this program, but now they do. And nice. um, I have a very supportive broker. I have a link on my portal where I can ask a question and people will get back to me usually within 10 minutes, even nice. though it's late at night. They're yeah, so yeah. great. So there's so much support. There's a support from the lawyer, manager, property manager, and um, 
so it just it's really helpful yeah. um so i would say to be honest i'm a busy agent and i don't always have time to teach yeah. um another agent but i would just recommend going with cii realty and nice. going through all of their programs and reading all their free materials out there and you'll be good because yeah. unfortunately rika or kreb they do not they teach you a lot of theory but they don't teach you how to do real estate they don't teach you how to open up a lockbox or okay. um you know there are certain elements they they don't teach you about so you need to talk to a broker or another agent who would teach you or you should shadow another agent and learn from them right mm -hmm. so um again i can give uh, advice like once or twice but overall like you have to do it you know what i mean oh, yeah. so i mean the first time i did i showed a house um there's a security code uh, there's a security code called CBS okay. um, and I didn't know what it was <laughs> so I, nobody taught me this right yeah. so I called another agent I was like what is CBS how do I enter it and I'm trying to like be more discreet because my clients right there and, and it's my first time I'm like showing a house right yeah. so then the other agent said this is what you need to do so that was extremely stressful moment yeah. but that's how you learn uh, and um, I think if, if a person's motivated they would use all the free resources yes. the brokerage offers yeah. and the internet and other things that are available right now and just basically go for it and and try to learn as much as you go but you learn by doing it yeah. basically uh, do you think like in the near future you will be like hiring people for like an assistant or mm -hmm. growing your company yes that's definitely my goal i definitely want to uh, grow my company eventually right now i'm just figuring out how I'm going to do it. Okay. So it's definitely a whole new level for me because I do love creating content and uh, being behind the camera and creating more videos and uh, teaching people about real estate. And um, I do like showings, but I realize when I have a partner um, who sh does, you know, let's say 50% of the showings. So I'm there for the first showing for a little bit and then I'm there for the top five houses. Yeah. And th the rest are done by the agent mm -hmm. um, in the middle. So I'm in the beginning, the, the other agent shows the rest and then I'm in the end to see the, like, the top three or five houses. Nice. And I just save so much time and I spend more time creating content that gives me more leads yeah. versus me being out showing houses I'm still there. I'm still there for my client, but I want to expand because I feel like there's so much growth through YouTube. Yeah. And I literally at some, at some point in this year, I was rejecting, um, not, I wouldn't, I wasn't rejecting clients, but I, a lot of other agents from other provinces were referring people to me. And I said, look, I can't do it because I'm just so overwhelmed. And yeah. if I can't provide hundred percent customer service to your client, I cannot take them on. Yeah. So I had to say, no, I'm sorry. You need to go to another agent and talk to them because I have to handle my people first. So um, at some point, I think I would have to sit down uh, and just figure out what the next steps are. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, honestly, I've just been trying to take some time and focus on my family this December, yes. even though it's been quite hectic. It, yeah. uh, but just again, I think I definitely need to uh, level up. And this is the goal for next year. Nice. Um, of course, like you, if, if anybody is going to partner with you or you, you're going to hire a person, it's going to be like up to your standards <laughs> when it comes to, to realtors. Honestly, I just want people who love other people, who like yeah. doing their job well, who have um, a code of ethics and honor and responsibility and discipline to show up and be on time and mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it's not about the money. It's, a, I mean, it is partially about the money, but it's also about uh, doing your best work and yeah. doing it right. Because yeah. if you do it wrong, you will never fall asleep at night because the guilt will just, it yes. just will follow you forever. So because these people are buying their first house, their biggest investment, it is, you, there's such high responsibility on making sure that their their whole experience is happy, like a, a positive experience, because once it's not, it's just going to reflect poorly on me, on, yes. on my business, right? Yeah. So I would have to choose people that are like me, who are really passionate about what they do and uh, have a, a really high level of responsibility. And honestly, it's been really hard nice. to, to even start looking yeah. because I'm such a control freak. I just yeah. want to do everything myself. Yeah. I just literally just this year, I just let somebody else take videos for me yeah. and do a video of me. And I was just wanted because I like to edit it myself. I've done all nice. the graphics are mine. Like all the websites mine. I used to be a web developer and graphic designer. So I've done all of my marketing and giving yeah. this huge part to somebody else. It, it's just, it's hard yeah, to yeah, yeah. let like go. Yeah. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's physically hard to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think, you know, they uh, look at Instagram and they see a lot of fancy cars and that are rented yeah. Lamborghinis and this lifestyle. And you want to be there. You want to be there, but you will be there in like 10 years. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> or maybe less, right? Yeah. It, it depends on how you promote yourself, right? So mm. um, as long as you're willing, as long as, I would say as long as you're doing it for the right thing, you're doing it not for the money, but for the idea that you're changing people's lives. Nice. Because if you do not have that idea behind you, um, you will not be motivated because when you work with a, a buyer, yeah. you get paid like four months later or maybe, yeah. you know, sometimes six months later. Oh, wow. You I know, didn't know usually, that. Yeah, sometimes like I had delayed possessions for that were quite long. But I mean, if, if you're lucky, maybe within a month or two, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like if you're lucky because yeah. uh, buying a house is at least like six week process. And then the, then you have to have the possession date and and sometimes it's not always fast. So I would say for three months, you, you're without money. And wow. um, you're investing your time and you're investing, you're driving around town. I drive uh, at least 2,000 kilometers per month. I'm serious. Wow. Yes, I drive a lot and uh, you're doing a lot of legwork, but hoping in the end to change someone's life to buy them a house. And you have to make it a positive experience right the whole time. So yeah. if you don't have that idea behind you, if you're doing it just for the money, you will lose that flame. You will burn out. You'll get bored. You'll get frustrated. It's just it's it's for the patient people. You have to yeah. be very patient with yourself and with your buyer. Yeah. Well, this is a very good advice because a lot of kids, not just real estate, they do everything for money. Like they yeah. go to, they want to do the podcast for money. They want to do a YouTube channel for money. They want to do whatever for money, but they don't focus on the main thing that mm -hmm. like to make this YouTube successful or to put podcast yeah. successful, you need to, to just dig inside the core and the value of the podcast first and give mm -hmm. advices and you do the connection. You have to give value, right? You value. have to start giving. Yes. Give. Just give first and then everything else will come. So that, that's a very good advice. Actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. there's a really good book. It's called Go Giver. And yeah. it's kind of about this concept. Basically, if you give more and you help more people, then more good stuff's coming towards you. Yes. But obviously, without providing value, um, yeah. there's there's no point. You know, 
and also, I mean, little things like you have to study how YouTube works, like thumbnails are very important. I've seen this amazing mahogany video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's probably like the best video I've ever seen about that particular community. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to have a video like this for myself, oh, wow. but the thumbnail is so bad. And it has like, you know, 12 people watched it because the thumbnail is very poorly done. So, yeah. and the banner is just not very attractive. So I would say do your work and, you know, study the platform you're on, study how Instagram works, uh, realize that stories are important, focus on the kind of stories you're trying to make, you know, share your life, share behind the scenes, show your human side. Nobody likes, uh, you know, a happy go lucky, always perfect person. Yeah, yeah, they hate yeah. you. Eventually <laughs> you have to show your sensitive side too, and your weak points and your fail points too. And a lot of people love it. They get to know you, they relate to you and they trust you. Right. And with YouTube, just study, you know, how to create a good banner, how to create thumbnails, keywords, what kind of content people are searching for. You know, there, I don't always agree with kind of publishing, the hottest topic you know that people are searching for um mm -hmm. it might work for you but it might always it, it's not always the case i mean i think the most popular video is real estate updates and honestly yeah. i've never done the, one of those because i'm just like you know what they just they're not evergreen videos they're just temporary updates i, I would like to make a video that's going to be there forever forever yeah. sharing useful content so i usually make videos uh, how to buy a house you know how to check your credit rating how to get a mortgage things like that but um also just a side note i remember writing an article about hospitals in calgary because my oh. son was in the hospital for a while yeah. and i was like nobody writes about hospitals i'm gonna <laughs> write about it and oh, wow. nobody i thought like i just wrote it for myself i just wanted the article to be there and it's actually one of my top articles on the blog because people uh, search about Calgary hospitals when they move here they need to know what's there and it's literally yeah. one of my most top uh, blog posts I've ever written it's, it's it's a need and nobody find that need and you just provide that need for them uh, yeah it looks boring but yeah. it is important it's very important yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter <laughs> it's boring. like if there's information that they're looking for exactly last thing okay do you have any advice or for the listeners uh, about real estate in general um, before we wrap up? Of course, I'm going to do like a second yeah. interview. We're going to split the interview into uh, like this podcast <laughs> into two. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any advices for in general for the people who's going to come to buy in Calgary or leave Calgary? What would you tell them? You know what, I would say do a lot more research about the type of house that you want. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have people coming from Vancouver, they buy one of the first houses they see um, and then they live there and they realize, you know what, actually that's not my perfect house. I've actually wanted something else. So, and then they want to sell a house yeah. um, much sooner that they, than they anticipated, you yeah. know. So I would say when you're moving here, you know, attend open houses, call me, I'll show you a couple of houses, I'll teach yeah. you, read more information about the types of houses you can buy in Calgary, I actually have a great article about it. Just figure out what you can afford and look at the types of houses that inspire you and then you can decide what you truly want. I would say a home buying process is much more elaborate than what it seems initially. And yeah. I'm just here to help you 
figure out your needs and wants and find you that perfect house because mm -hmm. the realtor.ca website it does not have the same search that I have. I have a very intense search, very comprehensive with I would say like, I don't know, 55 different options that I can yeah. choose. And Realtor Dossier only has like three. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. So um, definitely do more research before you buy. And um, I usually also give them my, I have a special um, map on Google where there's like a little um, plan on which communities they should visit yeah. first, like a little map or like a tour guide <laughs> for them. Which And they, I just literally, they follow my map nice. and they visit all the communities and see what they like and what kind of resonates with them and their family. And, and, and then basically, based on their budget, I find the right type of house for them. But I would say just focus on what you want and what, what's important for you, and then figure out what you can afford, and then find your 80% perfect house, because there's never really 100. There's always 80% yeah, yeah, yeah. perfection. Nice, the rule of 85%. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I really appreciate you coming all the way here in cold weather um i'm gonna do a second podcast okay you. thank you um the podcast is spill the beans so i want you to spill some beans okay. the next time sounds good this is thank you so much for having me of course anytime thank you oh you're welcome thank <laughs> you so much for having me if you guys have any questions just visit my website calgarylifestyleguide.com or my instagram Calgary Lifestyle Guide and thank you guys so much for having and good luck with your real estate career or your home goals. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank All right. You. Thank you guys.